0: Welcome to the Entre Pastors Podcast. This show helps pastors think, act, and thrive as prosperous entrepreneurs. And now, here are your hosts, Les Hughes and John Sanders. Well, what do you know, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Entre Pastors Podcast. My name is John Sanders. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show. Here with my friend and partner, Les Hughes. Les, what's happening this week, man?
1: Ah oh, well, we're uh, we got the first of the year rolling now, John, and uh, got a lot on our plate, but we're excited. How about you?
0: Yeah, man, as we record this, we are in the middle of yet another challenge. Four days to a profitable business idea. having fun with that. Got a good group going there, so life is good, man, I'm having fun.
1: Yeah, these guys uh, are engaged, and I'm thankful for that. We also got a few folks that are doing the VIP option. That's always good too. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I love listening to the questions. I think it helps us come up with things to talk about on this podcast that are going to help folks in their journey. So it all kind of works together, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, this is episode number 73, and uh, we have kind of a unique title and kind of a unique direction. I want to go with this uh, episode. The title is Turn Your Wound Into Your Superpower. What do we mean by that? Turn your wound into your superpower. Well, there's a little bit of a backstory, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit longer backstory, and then we're going to get some commentary from Les on all of it. So here's the backstory. Les, a while ago, you and I met a guy. Well, actually, I think it was in the the very first challenge we did. We met an awesome dude, one of our people. His name is Scott Kramer. He's a pastor in central Illinois, and he wrote a book. Uh, He's a great writer, by the way. When he was talking about the book that he wrote— uh, and Then is the title of his book, Never Stop Sharing Stories, is the sub- subtitle. So it's a book where he's telling stories. He's a great storyteller. He's a great writer. And uh, you and I both bought his book and I, I listened to it. I did the audiobook version of it. Um, but he shared among many other great stories, which by the way, we're going to get him as a guest. I think we actually have him booked to be a guest on the show. So you'll be hearing from him in the weeks ahead. Uh, but he shared a story that really resonated with me. And it Brought some light to a story of my own that I've never seen packaged in the way that that he talked about it. And so, if it's cool, I'm going to tell his story real briefly, but then share my story in a little more detail. Anything else you want to add to that setup there, Les?
1: Well, th- this resonates so much with uh, tons of people that I've spoken with, and I know you have too that are in ministry, and um, you know. <laughs> Life is about the journey. It's not It's not about reaching the destination. It's about what happens on the journey along the way. And um, when I was at a Christian university in the uh, Christian studies department, we had church-related vocational students, and we would talk to them early in the semester and then find out their stories. And we learned that the vast majority of them, I mean, what, the well, almost all, I would say, had something in their story where there was a pain point. Or something traumatic that had happened to them or somebody that was very, very close to them. And they actually, that was a part of what God used to really call them or set them apart for um, church-related ministry. And so uh, a colleague of mine had a saying where he, he said, we pastor from our pain, hmm. we minister from our pain. And that's certainly true in Scott's story. And I'm looking forward to you sharing in about part of yours as well.
0: Yeah, so I won't go deep into to Scott's story, the story he writes about in his book, but I'm going to share kind of the, the big idea of, of the line that really jumped out at me. But his story revolved around uh, a, an event that happened as he was serving growing up in the church, and uh, I think it was part of a youth Sunday. When when we have him on the show, we maybe we'll ask him to tell it in more detail, but or you can just go buy his book and read it yourself. But where there was kind of an embarrassing moment that happened that really um, caused him to to take a step back and and the message he took away from that is, oh, this area of ministry or service is not for me. Like I'm, you know, I'm not good at this. Here was the point that he said, and this is what really jumped off the the page at me, even though I was listening to it in an audio book. It was that basically the enemy will often attack us in the very area of our calling, the very area of the thing that God wants to use us for or to do in us and through us. A lot of times the enemy will attack us in that very place and kind of create a narrative around that that is the exact opposite of, of God's plan and purpose for our life. And when I was listening to that story, Les, it it made me think back to something similar in my life. Now, in the title, we're calling I'm using the word wound, you know, turn your wound into a superpower. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that this was a wound for me. That might be too strong of a word, but I, I think there's value in this story. So here it is. Years ago, when I was in middle school, I don't know why and how they do these things, but I remember you'd have to like sit, you know, go into a, a room and get evaluated in these different areas, and um, and one of them was for me was around the area of speech and there so there was like a speech therapist in the school or whatever and looking back now I'm like she was probably just justifying her position for being there but but I got selected as someone who had something wrong with my voice and like she didn't there was something about the quality of my voice that she did not like and deemed uh this needs work and needs correction and here's all I knew at the time is that I got pulled out of gym class when everyone else is in there playing dodgeball and having fun. And for a guy that's wound up like me and is competitive, that was why I went to school. I did not go <laughs> to learn. I, I went to play dodgeball and uh, and eat lunch. And um, so well, all the normal kids were off playing dodgeball, John got pulled in for a, an extended season into this speech room to have speech therapy, And I'm telling you, Les, I didn't have anything wrong with my voice then, and I don't think what we did helped in any way. Like, I I saw no measurable difference as I'm hearing myself tell the story. I'm like, well, maybe God was fixing my voice so that it would be ready. But that's not what happened, Les. Here's what happened. I took away the message from that at a young age that John doesn't have a good voice. And, And so when... I went into pastoral ministry, and even before that, like when I would hear my voice, was it ever weird for you the first time you heard yourself on a recording Absolutely. Or a video? Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty common for people because when you hear, you're like, "Do I really sound like that?" But for me, there was almost more of a of a message around that. That's like, "See, that's what's wrong with your voice. Like, see, you don't have a good voice." And so it was really weird for me. I'm not saying that was like a big hang up for me in my life, but it was very weird for me many years later as I'm now in a role where I, I recognize God has given me a voice to, to be used for his glory. Like I would tell you if you were to say, what's your big, why John, why are you here? What's your big purpose? I've come to recognize that God has put me here to use my voice as a way to encourage, inspire, and motivate other people to embrace life. And that life is kind of a dual meaning. It's it's certainly embracing all of this physical world, but it's also embracing life, the person, as in life in Jesus Christ. Um, And so I recognize that God has largely put me here to use my voice. And yet, when I read that story of Scott's, I'm like, man, I can look back and see how the enemy was attacking me at that very point of the thing that God had gifted me with, the thing that in some ways you may call my superpower. Years later, I'm in a role where I'm preaching, I'm podcasting, I'm on video a a lot in different arenas. And I have for years now, in in the more recent adult years of my life, I've had so many people, less compliment me on, Wow, you have such a great voice for what you do, and just it literally just happened this past Sunday, not at church in a different setting. Uh, I was out with my daughter and in public, and someone was like, "Wow, you have a voice for radio," and maybe that maybe they said I had a face for radio. I can't remember, but anyway, <laughs> no, but it's like for the longest time, I I kind of would downplay that and go, "No, I don't have a good voice. There's something wrong with my voice," and all the while, all the the while, it was the very thing that God was primarily going to use for his purposes and and for serving others with my life and through my life. So again, it's just a little anecdotal story. What I don't want you to hear in it is John's amazing story. I really want you to filter that through your own story and your own lens and say, can you see yourself in that? Has there been something in your world, pastor, that maybe now God is actually tapping you on the shoulder to go out in the marketplace and launch something, and it might very well be around the the very thing that the enemy attacked you in years ago and said, "That's not for you. You're no good at that. That's not, you know, that's not something you should engage in." What if he attacked you in the very area that God wanted to use you? So that's my big story, Les. What are your thoughts? Pushback, hmm. comments?
1: No, there's two. There are two of them primarily. One is that. Our adversary is a liar, John. Yeah, He's just a liar. And he wants to embarrass and humiliate God because he's been defeated already. And uh, he'll lie to you. And uh, you need to listen to the voice of truth, you know, or voices of truth, but especially the voice of truth, because he's a liar. And, and the other thing is that, you know, it's back to, if you look at the story of Joseph in the old Testament, what those brothers intended for evil God used it for good and uh, we, we don't have to get into all of the whys and wherefores and and reasons behind everything but the fact is that you know Jesus said all things are possible with God and it's it's a real funny thing I know you're a Greek scholar so you yeah, probably know absolutely. that that word all doesn't mean most you right know? I mean it's, it's pretty simple it means all and all things are possible with God and I don't have a story uh, like you exactly like yours but i was a i was just for me personally i was a i had a major stuttering problem when i was a young teen like 12 13 years mm. old and we won't go into all the reasons why that probably was but it bothered me and i was real self-conscious about it yeah. and um the fact that The Lord has used me now and, you know, my voice in a different sort of way is um, amazing to me just because I know where I came from. So Satan's a liar. All things are possible with God. That's what comes to my mind.
0: Yeah, and for me personally, I appreciate you sharing that Les. For me personally, as I'm conti- I'm still on the journey as we all are, right? Like you and I don't create this content from a place of having arrived and telling everyone exactly how they can arrive. I mean, we're just we're guides on the journey. We're we're still discovering things and figuring stuff out for ourselves as we go. That's kind of another uh application that hit me as I was listening to Scott share that story is that I probably need to spend the majority of my time in that very place of using my voice and speaking. So it doesn't mean I can't do anything that doesn't involve a microphone and a a platform, whether it's a physical stage or a podcast or whatever. But that's really where God has gifted me, and it's the very thing the enemy came along and tried to derail with this narrative of, no, don't use your voice. Your voice is not good. So again, somewhere in there, there's probably some value. I use that very story, by the way, in a coaching conversation recently with another guy. He's not a pastor. It's in a different arena. Um, But uh, man, that was a powerful moment for him too, to recognize how some of the childhood trauma that he's been through and the message that he took away from that is Exactly that. It's the enemy trying to stifle the very thing that God put him on this planet to do. So that ties in kind of with what you said earlier, Les, about, you know, pastoring from our pain. And again, it's not that everything we do has to flow out of a wound or a place of pain, but I think the message is don't, first of all, don't believe every message you've heard, right? Like you said, the enemy's a liar. And secondly, what if God actually wanted to use you in that very arena or down that road? that you felt this wound or this attack in. So hopefully that's an encouragement to somebody.
1: Yeah. And here's something else. When God doesn't work in your life, man, that place becomes very strong and galvanized in many ways, because you go through so much to get there. And it's like, it's not like you're completely invulnerable there. It's just, it's just that when God doesn't work there and you gain some, some confidence when he speaks into your life, then there that that place is fortified and reinforced like, we have a, a good friend, he's in our community, and he told me one time about his grandfather, who was a welder and a pretty good storyteller as well. And so they had a really good relationship and this young man would would be with his grandfather and his grandfather would weld two pieces of you know steel together that had been broken, and that place that it's welded leaves a whelp, mm. you know. There's a, there's a a bull you can see where it's welded, but he said his grandfather would point to that place and say, he'd say, you see that place right there that was broken, that I've welded. He said that now is the strongest place on this entire frame or whatever it was. And he'd say it may break somewhere else, but it will never break there again.
0: Mm, That's good. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, let that be an encouragement to you. I don't know where that that applies to you, Pastor, whether it's something in your ministry life or, again, maybe in the area of a business that you're wanting to start that you've been hesitant because someone told you that was off limits for you or that's not your space or you're no good in that area. So hopefully that's a word of encouragement. A little bit different content than we normally create, Last one other thing before we wrap up this may be end up being just a little bit shorter of an episode this week but it's okay no one ever is mad if they get out of church early right so um <laughs> it's one, true. one other thing we wanted to cover real quick we are closing in on the month of February um we and uh, in the month of February 2023 you and I are launching our entree pastors business launch academy it's going to be a 4 month journey walking alongside a small group of pastors and kingdom-minded people who have an idea for a business that they want to launch. And they are just looking for some of the resources, the encouragement, the support along the way to do that. And uh, we're getting ready to kick our very first one of those off here, February 20th. So I figured maybe you and I could take just a couple minutes and kind of talk about the highlights of that and then tell people about you know where they can go to take a step in that direction if they want to learn more about that. So you've, we've never done this before. What's going through your mind as we prepare for this four-month journey to take with some in our community?
1: Well, I'm really excited about it. And for everybody that wants to go there and look at these details, the, the web address is entrepastors.com forward slash next. So you go to that and you can find out more details about everything that John and I are going to talk about, but here's the truth of the thing, John, what there's no quick fix, you know, to the, it, the things that we talk about and the, the journeys that we help people on. Um, there's no, It's not a get rich quick scheme. In fact, when you hear something like that, that's exactly what it is. It's a scheme, but there is a framework and a system that we've developed ourselves. We've, I mean, we've implemented it ourselves and, and now are helping others on this journey and and still learning a lot. One of the things we've learned is that the, the deeper we can go with people over a little bit more of an extended period of time the more results we're probably going to get there's there's accountability there we're we're learning along the way and so this is going to be something that that uh, I'm really excited about I know you are too we've we put together a good framework it's just going to it's going to be a much deeper dive with those who are interested in something like that and uh we'll kick it off in february
0: yeah, and I'm just can I vent for a minute less? Is it okay if I just vent and complain for Feel a second? free. do a
1: Safe place for you.
0: All right, I'm not complaining, I'm venting. Um yes. one of the things that drives me nuts in the space that you and I are in, we we coach people, we encourage people, we're we're cheerleaders, we're showing, we're sh- shining a light, trying to show a way, trying to illuminate the path for people to to move down. And we, our message resonates with people less. I mean, the bottom, let's not bragging if it's true. Like we have pastors all the time reaching out, grateful for our content, grateful for the inspiration and, uh, and tell us all the time, like this, this is adding value. Thank you. Here's what drives me nuts is when you see someone with so much potential and they desire to be in a better place, they desire to level up. And then when it comes to the point of taking action, which in many cases is going to require something of them. In, in this case, we're talking a financial investment to to pay the price, to get in that arena, to be in that place where you've got coaching and support and accountability and people walking beside you. They they hold off and they step back and they find a reason to go, ah, not right now. And I, I'm not directing that at any one person. I mean, you and I have heard these stories again and again and again. It's frustrating to see because I – I feel those same voices that rise up and go, ooh, maybe wait. How about next year? Do it at another time. Wait till there's more money. Wait, wait, wait. And what happens is often people just continue to sit and spin their wheels, and it's frustrating. It frustrates the mess out of me to see that. So I hope this lands with somebody to say, today is your day. Stop wasting time. Stop making excuses. Stop just listening to podcasts and actually do something with what you're hearing entrepastors.com forward slash next. And by the way, all you're signing up for there is a 60-minute conversation with yours truly where we'll unpack this together. We'll kind of find out where you are and what your dream and goals are, and then we'll see if this is even a good fit for you. We may come to the end of that conversation and go, hey, this probably isn't the right time for you. This probably isn't the right next step. But for others, that's exactly what we're going to find out is, let's go. We can help you. Four months from now, we can have this business up and off the ground Let's make it happen. So, anyway, my rant is over. We can take an offering now, Les. But what say you?
1: And it may not be a good fit. And uh, if if people have been listening to us for a while, hopefully they've they've heard that honesty from us. And we will tell you the truth. You may not like it, or you may like it, and you may disagree. But we're going to tell you the truth. Our goal is that it's win win. Yep. We wanted to be a win for you. We certainly wanted to be a win for us as we, but here, here's the truth. You absolutely, if you expect to get different results by taking the same actions that you've been taking, that's just not going to happen. Yep. I mean, it's just not going to happen. And the way to get different results is to take different actions, not only with this, with, with just about anything. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what, when you take actions, it might not lead to the results that you want, guess what? They might be better, but I guarantee you that you'll learn something from it. So there is no fail here. The only fail is failing to take some action when you want some different
0: results. Yeah. That's the frustrating part because you're right. Movement is movement and and movement brings clarity. Action brings clarity. And so, yeah, it may not get you exactly where you're wanting to go, but it brings that, that, into further view, it brings it into more clarity. And you know, now I know what my next step is. But if you just keep sitting and doing nothing, and wow, ah, someday I'd like to this or that, you're going to be sitting there a while. And so, I know this sounds like I'm frustrated, it's because I am a little frustrated. I'm frustrated seeing pastors who I care deeply about with so much potential and a desire to be in a better place. And it's like, it's so possible, we can help you get there, but I can't. I can't make you take the step of action. So this is me just sitting back being a cheerleader, a frustrated cheerleader in some cases going, come on, let's go. So take that as your kick in the pants for whoever needs that kick in the pants and let's go. Let's make 2023 one of the best years of your life. Let's launch this business. Let's thrive in ministry and the marketplace. That's what we're here to help you do. So Les, you got anything else for us before we close out?
1: No, we appreciate everybody listening as always. Man, feel free to share this podcast with other people that you believe it would help. That That's how we get the word out. That's how we grow our community, and, and we'd appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. Also, something we don't say regularly, but we probably should, is we are on Facebook. We've got the uh, Entree Pastors Connect free group on Facebook, so if you haven't joined up with that... Come on in, man. Be a part of the conversation and the community that takes place there in Facebook. You can also find us on YouTube if you're more of a video person. Feel free to go subscribe to the Entree Pastors channel there and uh, get all of our podcasts that way as well. So number of ways to connect and, and be a part of what is happening here at Entree Pastors. So that's all we got for you this week, gang. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you all. We're here to serve you. Don't hesitate to reach out if there's something we can do. And uh, until next time, God bless everyone. Take care.